like the only like the third time I've like met this woman because during COVID I would be so upset right and like I'm to me like everything's so like I'm a pretty jokey person like I like like I find humor so it was kind of like funny that like I didn't get offended but I was just like well obviously it's not good enough I asked you at the beginning of the appointment (laughs) and like because I had this thing in my head you know so it's yeah so it's just so funny that she's it's just funny that she said that and I'm like and I'm like well like you know it would be nice like if somebody could just verbalize it doesn't have to be you maybe like your assistant and she was yeah like, give us this moment that yeah. everybody wants yeah it's like one minute an extra minute of you guys doing a job you know so she sent her assistant out with me and so like she walked out into the waiting room with me and I called my boyfriend over so he walked up to us and I was like okay can you like tell us and then she said congratulations you guys you guys are having a baby boy so we did get to like find out together and I felt like I was going to like shed a tear and my boyfriend looked like really surprised and happy. So it was better than just the photo, you know? Yeah, for sure. That's a big deal. Yeah. So that was cute. So, so we got to find out together in the waiting room, but it was still nice. And then we went and then, of course, I called my mom on FaceTime right away and she was crying. And then we went to go surprise my boyfriend's parents and they were really happy. So when we did the baby reveal party, it wasn't for us. Like we already knew. Yeah. Cause I was wondering, like, usually that's where new you find out. So uh, yeah. no, it was like for everybody else. Like we knew both of both our sides, like our parents knew. And then a few of our friends already knew, like we, you know, like maybe three friends knew. So, and so what did you do to, I, I didn't get to see, what did you do to show that it was a boy? So my, my mother-in-law, future mother-in-law, she hosted it. So what we did was there's like these kind of like these like mini little like cannon things, like cardboard cylinder things that have the color inside and you pop those open and it like sprays out a color. So was it like dust or confetti or what was it? I think it was, I think it was confetti. Yeah. Yeah. It was tiny strips of paper, but also though, there was like some dust in it too. Cause some of it got in my nose, <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> but it comes with both. It comes with both colors and then it tells you what the color is on the very back. So then you just grab the ones that are yeah. relevant and that's the one that you use. How fun. Yeah. So has it been hard to keep this quiet for this long from the general population, I guess? Kind of. I think it, I think in general, the last six months, I've kind of taken a step back off of social media anyway, you know? Right. So mm-hmm. I think if I was a lot more involved, it probably would have been harder not to share this because I've already been kind of like under wraps a little bit anyway, that it was just, it, it was normal, but right. I, I was excited to share it. You know, it's, it's a big deal. Yeah. It's a huge deal. Yeah. That's and awesome. So, yeah. Something really neat too. So all the things, you know, every single week you can read up, you know, on Google, like what to expect, at, you know, this, this week, you know, what your body's doing with what your baby's doing, the growth, all of that, what you're going to feel like physically. So every week I'll read up on that. And I have the books and there's all these other resources that I'm a part of and like threads and all that. So most of you on the baby center thread, it's do well, the one that have, do they still have that? It's you're you're saying like a website called Baby Center? Yeah, there was this well because my kids are older, but there was a website called babycenter.com and it was all like these 
almost like chat rooms with people that are due in the same month and there was all this drama oh. and all this stuff. It yeah, was that's fun. So I don't know. So maybe, maybe baby center still is a thing, but I have an app called peanut. I don't even know how I found it, but it's exactly like that. It's you can, um, since I'm due at the end of February, I'm in like a thread with other women that are due at the same time. And everyone's talking about different things. Is there drama on there? Cause I just remember, cause I was on bed rest with Owen for 10 <laughs> weeks and I got so sucked into this this drama on these threads because I had nothing else to do. So I just remember that being such a big thing, like just one crazy stuff. Oh yeah. Well, people, yeah. I mean, I don't, I just look at it from time to time. I don't really write anything in there, but yeah, there has been some things where I'm like, Oh, like there was this thing. Um, I saw this kind of towards the beginning and it was a thread where one woman, I think I told you this too, Kristen, there was a thread that one, one, one woman had already started And basically she was saying that she was like, I always thought pregnancy, you feel like a goddess, you know, but I feel so awful and so like lost and like, I'm losing myself and just already feeling she, and she just found out kind of recently, like she was in her first trimester, like the first Mm -hmm. two months or something. And basically just saying that she already feels like she lost her identity, that she just feels miserable, like physically, mentally, and and I'm just like, holy cow, like if you're already feeling like, like, I don't know how you're going to have an a- the actual baby because obviously you give up your whole life. Like you kind yeah. of, you know, like I know that without anyone having to tell me that. So she was already saying all these things. Like, I can't go out to, to restaurants anymore. Like to me, they seem like little things that she was getting so worked up about, but just right. like her life was over basically. And then all these other women chimed in that they were feeling the same, like, lonely, desperate, like just awful, awful, awful. And I was just like, Oh my goodness. Like you, so that's not your experience. No, I mean, like I've, I've been pretty open. Like I struggle with depression. I I've had that my whole life. So when I found out I was pregnant, I had, I had actually already been off of, cause I've taken Prozac now for the last like handful of years. Like they'd always subscribed it to me since like middle school age, but I never really took it or I was on and off of it. So when I started my first online business, I just wanted to make sure that nothing would get in the way of that. Like I wanted to have, you know, my mental state be, you know, on point. And I take the lowest dosage possible because I also know like a big thing with people and when they're taking prescriptions, um, their biggest concern is if they're always upping the dosage that can get kind of dangerous. And then when you decide to get yeah, when you, you can get it, you know, a, like what, what Prozac and things like that do is it produces serotonins that your brain otherwise isn't producing. So if you let the medication do that, well, once you get off of it, you're it's, it's an imbalance again. So now you're having to do without that. So that's always the fear is upping the dosage to where your brain can't replace them anymore. Or basically you can never get off of it then. So, or it stops working. Yeah. Or it stops working. So I never did that. So I, I always take like the very minimum and then, so it's not perfect. You know, I still have days where I'm like low, but I just felt like at least that's better than nothing. And that's kind of all that I need is just like a little, a little pep in my step, you know, a little bump. So, yeah. So I'd already been off of it for about a month just because I needed to refill the prescription and see my doctor again. And my doctor's in San Diego. So when I found out I was pregnant. I was like, well, I've already been off of it for a month. I'm not, I'm just not going to take it. Like, I just wanted to make sure that I was doing everything perfect. So I haven't taken it this whole time. And I, and I do feel like, you know, less focused, less motivated, anxious, worried, you know, you get depressed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like all that you, I totally feel all that stuff, 
but because I guess I'm kind of expecting to feel that way also that I'm not trying to like, like you do overthink it, but I'm just trying to be mindful and like aware, you know? Right. Yep. So, so what kind of, what kind of um, coping mechanisms then do you have once you start feeling a certain way? I mean, sometimes, sometimes honestly with people that have had this for a long time, like I feel like I've had these feelings for a long time. Sometimes it's just time. Like there are little things you can do, but a lot of times it's just writing it out and just knowing that it's time, like time just has to pass. You know, it could be a few days, a week, a few weeks, like it changes all the time. So just the fact that I've had it for a long time, I kind of know that it's going to get better and on its own. But like the, you know, the regular things are, are things that work. Like I've been exercising this whole time since I found out I was pregnant, like actually even more so because they told me oh, that I have diabetes. So like I've been jogging pretty regularly in the evening, which I used to run like back in the day, but I haven't done that in forever. So I was already doing like these high intensity workouts at the beginning of my pregnancy, like I, and before, but you shouldn't be jumping like that. <laughs> so right. after a while I stopped, like jumping is not so good once, you know, you're getting into like towards the end of your first trimester. So I stopped doing the high intensity things, started jogging like 40 minutes. And then I started doing um, pregnancy Pilates. And these are like really easy, like super easy workouts. Um, but keeping you moving and all that. I'll tell you what yeah. I, I am. I was, if I could redo all of my pregnancies, I would, I was like, if I could do it today, I would be exercising, eating healthy. I literally just ate whatever. I lived on Taco Bell. Oh my goodness. Like I was totally different. That's so bad. I know it's terrible. It's terrible. I definitely like just ice cream and crap all the time. I was not very healthy during my pregnancies. And I definitely regret that now, but Sounds like you didn't have like the information to go off of or like you or what? (laughs) Well, maybe, I don't know if it's that or I don't know. I just wasn't very healthy in in that time, which is kind of sad. I I always grew up like pretty healthy Mm -hmm. and I don't know what it is. Like at like college and in between then, I don't know. I just started not caring as much about my health and definitely caught up with me and I've completely changed since then, but I, if I could redo mm. everything, I totally would definitely, no, my, but luckily they're, my kids are healthy. So yeah, my older sister said, so she has three. She said that her first pregnancy, she ate like same as what you said, ate whatever she wants. She had a big baby too. Like he was a, he was a big baby. Like I forget <laughs> the weight that she pushed out, but he was huge. So he was like a big growing boy. I'm sure she was hungry, you know, but she just ate whatever. And then, and then second and third, she was a lot more healthy, but yeah. Yeah. I've been pretty, I've been, I feel like I've been pretty good with that stuff. So eating, that's just going to make your labor and delivery so much easier being in, in, you know, in shape and Mm -hmm. healthy and all that good stuff. Yeah. And I think towards the end, when you really can't do much, like your last two months, even the last month, you know, I, I won't be even jogging. Maybe I'll walk, maybe I'll be swimming a little bit. So I'm, I'm mostly saving the like complete laying around and TV watching for like the last two months. Yeah. <laughs> like in that's my a good mind, idea. I'm still like, this is go time. I need to make some money. I need to put some plans in action. And because it is harder to like focus a little bit now, like I could, I could tell that, like, I could see the difference from when I am like my best to when like I'm 
you know, it's not hundred percent there. It's my focus because I can get a lot done in a short amount of time when I'm like at my best, you know, I can just fly through a project other. So, but like, so I do know how people feel when they're not as motivated. Like it, it is hard, especially if you are an entrepreneur or you work on your own, like it can get really, really, really hard to even, or like I can do one thing and feel pretty tired. So it's not even just my own mental, but it's also like, you know, they say pregnancy brain, like that's, totally, Oh yeah. The brain fog yeah. is something that's else. Totally yeah. a thing. Like I've been just doing like forgetting things. Like I have a pretty good memory. I've been like forgetting things or just doing like little dumb things that I'm like, like, for instance, like I left the house and I left, um, the oven on and I was gone for like three hours. Like oh, that's no. pretty dangerous. And then I also left the curling iron on one time, like just stupid things like that. <laughs> but that could yeah. be actually like pretty dangerous. But you know, I also stopped drinking coffee for the first, I think first month or two months, even though I know that I know everyone says that's fine. I stopped doing that too. And I would tell you guys right now that I could not get a single thing done without coffee. Like it was oh, you are such a coffee person. I yeah. And you know what's funny too? Like I I even realized so this whole time in my life, I've been thinking to myself, oh, I, I drink like one coffee a day. You know, I don't over like that's normal. You know, I, when I had my production job, I was going crazy with coffee, like five a day, but typically like one a day, you know? So then when I started, so then I stopped drinking coffee, you know, and then I realized, okay, everyone's telling me it's okay. My doctor said it's okay. I'm just going to drink the damn coffee because I really yeah. I need to get something done. Like I can't just sit here. So when I started drinking coffee again, I made my first coffee and uh, we, we have a housekeeper that's been, she's like the house's housekeeper like she's been there forever so she's worked there for like 30 years oh so, so whoever comes and moves into the house she, she just stays yeah oh that's cool yeah so she's she's known that house like she's been there with different families so and I love her so um um like she was invited to the baby reveal, but she had to go, she had to go to Mexico because her mom recently passed away. So she was, she was gone. But, um, so I haven't even, I haven't seen her in a bit, but, um, so when I started drinking coffee again, I was made the very first day I was making one and she saw me making it. And she was like, what, she was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm making a coffee. So it turns out I've been the way that I make a coffee. I don't use, you know, it's supposed to be like one tablespoon, right? Tablespoon, not teaspoon. Yeah. Right. So I was using like the soup spoon and like, like an instant coffee or a cup instant coffee. I drink instant coffee. So this whole time in my life when I think, Oh, I just drink like one coffee a day, like no biggie. Like that's normal. I've been what I, I take the biggest spoons, like a soup spoon and I scoop into the instant coffee thing. So that's actually like two cups of coffee at minimum that I'm actually drinking at one time. But this whole time, like I didn't realize that I was using like this huge spoon. It's supposed to be like a leveled off tablespoon or something. Yeah, exactly. So like, I just, I would, I never paid attention to that. I just got a spoon, stuck it in the thing, like this huge mound. And that's (laughs) like overflowing, just big old. And that's my coffee. (laughs) And I never even thought about it. And she was like, what are you doing? Like, that's, that's, you can't have that. And so I was like cracking up. So now I realized that I was drinking like two a day, like every day at one time, like my whole life. So now I'm actually drinking like the proper, like one tablespoon where it's like actually measured off and that's like nothing. <laughs> Does it taste like way different? I mean, it tastes like nothing. It tastes, it tastes like, like water. 
I mean, it tastes like coffee, but I definitely can see the difference of like the energy that it gives me, which is like barely anything. <laughs> so it's not even worth it. Probably. I mean, it's worth it because I need something, you know, yeah. like I really do, but yeah. So that was just kind of funny. So like, I've been doing it wrong this whole time, Whoops. But, I'm, <laughs> yeah, but I'm glad that she like saw me doing that and helped me. Cause otherwise I probably, I, I would have still been doing that for like a while before I realized yeah, your baby would, your baby would have been jumping around in there. Yeah. Well, I guess the thing is with coffee is that, cause I was like, how come you can drink one, but not two. So that means that coffee's not so great for your body. So why do doctors say that it's okay to drink it? So I guess your body does filter out a certain amount of that coffee before it gets down there. Oh, like okay. Or like Got you. Yeah. So you filter a certain amount out. Now, you know, there's that whole thing with like, oh, you can drink one glass of wine a week. If you're pregnant, your body doesn't filter out any alcohol. It goes straight to your uterus or straight to like the fetus. So that whole thing where people say that that's okay. Like it's not okay. Whatever you drink, it doesn't matter if it's wine, liquor, beer, doesn't, doesn't matter what type of alcohol it is that goes straight to the baby. So you should not be drinking <laughs> at yeah. all. Like, you know, like, I don't know where people got that from or like where that became like, oh yeah, one glass, one glass a week is fine. Like it's not, it's not. Well, okay. a lot of things are, that our parents did are a hundred percent not okay now, but it's just as things get passed down to different people. And, you know, it's, so it's more like what your parents did and what they said was okay. And like, whatever, all that stuff is kind of gets passed down, but we know so much more now and, you know, are so much smarter and more advanced that some of that stuff is not, but a lot of people will take the advice of their parents because they figure if they turned out fine, it must be fine. That kind of mentality. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I remember when we when we very first found out we were pregnant and there was there was a few of us just hanging around and there was an older guy, he's like a friend of the family, and he was basically saying, and my mom was there and she almost like had a heart attack. He was like, Oh yeah, me and my because it was right when we found out and we were like, everybody was cheersing except for me with a glass of champagne. Or they had them in, they put champagne in baby bottles and everybody was drinking that. Oh, how cute. Yeah. And um and this, and our friend was like, yeah, when me and my wife were pregnant, we, we were drinking all the time. Cause he was like, he's like, why aren't you drinking? And I'm like, uh, hello, uh, like, my wife were pregnant. We were drinking all the time. And then my mom, and he's like an older successful man, you know, but this isn't good advice. And my mom looked at me with like, <laughs> like a look of horror on her face. And I'm like, I'm like, don't worry, mom. Like, I'm not going to do that. Just wait, wait till you have the baby and all the unsolicited advice you're going to get from older generations and some of the things that they'll tell you to do are just unbelievable <laughs> it's crazy yeah they're teething put a little whiskey on their gums oh right like, yeah oh we did it so <laughs> yeah I can see that one yeah it's crazy the stuff that you'll it's it always seems like it's the older generation they feel like they can come up to you as a new mom and just start touching your baby or giving you advice it's so strange it's so different you know, what's funny though, I mean, everyone gives advice really, but the funny thing is, is now in this day with Google and everything, like I feel like I'm pretty informed about everything, even, you know, but I do feel like it kind of is sad. Like for instance, my mom will text me, oh, make sure you do this, or this is good for the baby or buy this. And, I, and I'm like, yep, I already did it. I already know it because of Google, you know, Yeah. like there is, know. you know, it's not really like a, a special thing of like your mom telling you something or, like you already know. Like Google provides all this info, which is a good thing, you know, but 
so there, it kind of seems like in a lot of ways, there's not much that they can do to like help me in a way. Like I, like I'm getting the information on my own, you know? Right. Right. But what, what, what I was going to say before is, um, so I'll look up every week, you know, what's happening with my body, what's happening on the inside, all this, and pretty much everything they've said, I have experienced that. So like within that time frame, which is kind of cool. So like a week ago would have been the beginning when you can start feeling the baby kick from the outside. So before then you can feel, you can like, I started, started to feel it when I was in Alaska, you can feel, oh, you did, mm-hmm. you can feel that so awesome. Inside. Yeah. Like it feels like, like little popcorn popping or bubbles, bub- like bubbling on the inside, but nobody could feel it by touching your stomach. Like you just feel it, but then it could also be mistaken for like just your body. So you're not really sure, mm-hmm. but a week ago is when it would be the very first time, but it could also take another like four to six weeks for new moms would be the very first time when you could feel it on the outside. So I started feeling stuff on the outside. And then uh, my boyfriend got super lucky. It was like one of like the very first few days he put his hand on my belly. And right when he did that, the baby did like a big kick. Cause sometimes oh, just, that is the best. Yeah. So, so, cause sometimes they're just little, they're little movements like, um, my mom had her hand on my stomach and it was doing stuff. Like I could, I could feel it, but she didn't feel it. So sometimes they're like tiny, tiny little things, but then sometimes they're like big kicks. But if I were just to look at my stomach when it, when it is kicking, cause it has like times when it does it more, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm looking at my stomach, cause I wanted to see if like, I could see it with like my eyes. Like I did see when it kicked like that little area, like move up in my stomach. <laughs> just wait when, when he gets bigger, it starts to look like there's literally an alien in your stomach. Like they, your whole belly, like just starts moving, like almost like a wave. It's oh my so God. strange. I had like, I don't remember which kid it was, but they yeah, would always stick their butt out. And I would have just like this thing on like my side <laughs> under my ribs, just sticking out. And I just push their little butt back in like oh. under my ribs. It gets real fun. You know, the really weird thing is, I don't know if you've read about this, probably, I don't know if you have, cause you're not at that point, but after you have the baby for some time, you have what they call phantom kicks. So it still feels Whoa. like the baby is, it's so trippy that you still feel like the baby is in there and moving around sometimes. It's so strange. And so wh- what is that? That's just your mind? Do you I don't know? know. I don't know if it's your mind or if it's your, your nerves. I don't uh, know what it is. I'd have to nerves. look, but it is so strange. But yeah, that's probably my favorite part of pregnancy is the like moving around and everything before oh, yeah. it starts to get too crazy. Cause up until then, like all the appointments that I'd had, I mean, they tell you you're pregnant, you are feeling things in your body, but it's almost like every appointment that I had where I went in person, I almost needed like another confirmation that I, that I right. still was. Cause, cause you're not feeling too much from like the actual, like your belly, like you feel, you know, I felt like tired at the beginning and like nauseous, like you feel those things. It's more of a reassurance now. It's more real now, obviously. Yeah. And you can start to bond with all that stuff too, which is, which is awesome. Yeah. And and also on the ultrasound. So we have the one where it's like zoomed in on like the private parts. You can see the little wee wee. (laughs) (laughs) They even put a little um, arrow pointing to it. Yeah. (laughs) How fun. (laughs) Are you going to do, um, I don't, I'm sure they do those still the 3d or 4d ultrasounds where you can see like basically what they look like, like, like just more like predominant facial features. Yeah. So it's really cool. I, I'm sure they have them, but they have these independent centers around where okay. you can make an appointment and it's really like 
it's not like a medical office. It's more, they have ultrasound text, but it's more like an experience and they give you like a video and everything. It's really cool. It's just so realistic. And you can see everything with me. (laughs) I know. I can't believe, I can't believe that. Like that is the saddest. I'm so sorry that happened. (laughs) Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, I, I heard about that, but I wasn't sure if that's just something that normally gets offered like at your own doctor place. No, that's something you, you, it's like your okay. own thing that you set up for yourself. It's more of just for fun, uh-huh. but I, I did it with all of them and it was, it's such a cool experience. I'm oh, sure they would right. let them in because they, they'll have like these big rooms with couches and oh, okay. We'll totally have to do that. Yeah, it is. It's really fun. And then you'll have a a video and all the pictures and it's pretty cool. Cause they, and then when they come out, they like, look just like it. So it's like, you know what they're going to look like. Some of the pictures that we've gotten now, the ultrasound photos, some of them are pretty, like pretty good. good. Like there's ones where I can see, it looks like the baby's like smiling. Like it looks like there's a little, (laughs) he he was sucking on it's his finger. You could see the finger like positioned in his mouth. And this very last one, you can def obviously like you can everything's way more pronounced like the the arm the legs the arms they were telling us like oh look his legs are really long or it's its legs were really long like she pointed that out to us we were like oh okay oh fun it's actually I actually I actually just felt it um kick right now when we were talking <laughs> oh I love it that's so yeah. cool well that's awesome yeah so so are you so you're you have now nineteen weeks left. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm like a, I'm a little bit more than the halfway point and it has gone by fast. So what what I hope is that I get to just kind of like, I don't want it to go too fast. Like I'm enjoying every day, but then at the same time, I am kind of like, I would like to have it tomorrow, (laughs) you know, like I would like it to be here already, but I do want to enjoy just like the time. So you guys with, are you thinking of names and all that stuff or? Mm-hmm. Not so much. Yeah. yeah. I had, I had a ton of girl names and hardly any boy names. Boy names the, are hard. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Really. So the name that I think we're going to, that we're going to settle on is actually, because I always think that it's nice to have a name where it's in the family. Like it's not just like a mm-hmm. random name, but it's someone in the family. So we're thinking of Fletcher's uncle, my boyfriend's uncle who is, who has passed. And now I never got to meet him, but he was the uncle where everyone congregated to his house. Like he was the one that got all the family together. Like he was kind of like a legend in their family being like that, that type of person. So that's nice. And it is like a unique name. So we're going to ask permission first to use the name, but I think that's like what we're going for. Yeah. That's really awesome. I love keeping it in the family for sure. Yeah. Like to name it, to name it after somebody. So for a girl, like my grandma's name would be one name. And then I, and then I have other girl names I'm thinking of too. But so, so after you have, after you have one kid, they say that minimum you have to wait to have another. Cause it does make sense to me to like, keep going like your body, like you already did that to your body. You might as well like, keep going. <laughs> so I guess the minimum you have to wait is like a year and a half before you could try again. Oh, really? Yeah. But then it's funny because my mom, we are all like two years apart from each other. So she, yeah, my two wait. youngest ones are only 19 months apart. Yeah. So they which say is crazy. that. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously your body could do it, but, the, but it could be harmful to your body. Like the safest is to wait a year and a half. They said, so I was like, okay, so say if we wait a year and a half and then, and then go again, like I would like to have a girl that time. Yeah. And I have a ton of names. Yeah. You'll be ready. Definitely. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. It looks like we're coming up on time already. Yeah, I know. And I kind of, I kind of knew it was going to go by fast. I almost feel like maybe we should have done like a double, but we'll next on next uh, week's episode or next one that we put out, Kristen, you have to tell us everything that's been going on with you. Oh yeah. There's a lot of things too. Lots. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll maybe definitely dive a long into time that to talk about. So I knew that was going to go over. <laughs> yeah. And this is such a big, such a huge deal. So I'm glad that we got to talk so much about it. Okay, cool. All right. Well, awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. We did take that break, but now we're going to try to get back on schedule. We'll figure out a topic for next week and then also, or just listen to what Kristen's been up to. Cause I know there's a ton of, a ton of exciting things that are happening for you. Yes, absolutely. We'll see you guys next time. Okay. See you guys next week.